Retailers are challenging Visa's dominant role in the EMV debit marketplace, claiming that Visa has unlawfully limited or eliminated merchants' abilities to route debit transactions through other networks by forcing them to deploy a certain technology and or adhere to certain technical specifications. Mark Horwittle, CEO of the Merchant Advisory Group, which represents 108 of the U.S.'s largest merchants, says a whole host of Visa's rules and practices are being called into question, with some currently under investigation by the Federal Trade Commission. Here, Mark joins me to talk about how Visa's push to quickly get retailers EMV compliant for debit has violated routing options mandated by the Fed, and why Visa's domination of the debit market, Visa debit accounts for 52% of all U.S. debit transactions, has given it an unfair advantage over competitors, including MasterCard. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. So, Mark, the Federal Reserve on November 2nd came out with a list of FAQs related to card network rules and routing and pointed out that no payment network can force retailers to deploy a certain technology or enforce a certain rule that inhibits routing. How has Visa, in your opinion, Mark, violated the Fed's stance on routing? Well, first let me begin with a caveat that I'm, I'm not an attorney, so this is a layperson, although hopefully an informed layperson's view of things. I take it back to the entire EMV, you know, migration, but the bums rush that's infected merchants, uh, whereas Canada had eight years and got a six-month extension on their EMV conversion, we were given four years, uh, and two of those years were used up with even providing the debit specs. We didn't have those till two years in, and so merchants as a whole have been rushed into this thing and not given adequate time to prepare and for the EMV migration. Debit has a lot to do with this. I mean, that's where a lot of the issues stem from. Even though it was rushed to begin with, the debit piece was rushed to an even greater extent. I was under the impression in the first EMV migration meetings that I attended that uh, there wasn't even an acknowledgement by any of the card brands that they had to develop some means to account for merchant debit routing under Reg II. After talking about this circling back to the issue and, and contending along with other merchant uh, representatives that this is something that the brands needed to address. They finally did it a couple of years into the four-year plan. And it was not, in our view, you know, addressed in a fashion that was most open to competition from the pin debit networks. In many ways, we had a situation where they're really second-class citizens. The merchants who then began the process of developing EMV for the point of sale found themselves having difficulties replicating the pre-EMV routing of debit transactions that they would not have to do under an EMV format and being faced with, frankly, unclear and inadequate choices by the card brands of Visa in particular on how they'd route those transactions to the most cost-effective and safest endpoint. So just to elaborate there, Mark, the way that merchants have been adversely affected is just in the fact that it's costing them more and they probably are exposed to more fraud. Absolutely. Many merchants have sent many more transactions to pin debit networks pre-EMV. I mean, I'm not privy to the pricing of each one of these networks to each one of the merchants, but uh, collective wisdom is that there were many more transactions going to the pin debit networks. I mean, I've heard that uh, acknowledged by some of the pin debit networks as several individual merchants. And then and merchants are suffering greatly with the chargebacks associated with this whole EMV conversion. 
And most of the chargebacks involve transactions where customers sign or don't do anything. The transactions that have been secured by PINs have and remain the most safe transactions out there and those that result in the fewest chargebacks and the least amount of fraud. So, Mark, I mentioned during the introduction that the FTC has launched an investigation into Visa's practices. What would you say spurred that investigation? Or what do you think spurred the investigation? Well, I can only surmise that the Fed's clarification of debit routing under Reg II, you know, had something to do with it. There's been a fair amount of complaint to the Fed from the merchant community about the confused nature of EMV debit routing and whether or not network rules can somehow overcome the language in the Durbin Amendment or in Reg II. And I think they just basically came out and stated what the law says, that debit routing is entirely up to the merchant. And networks and issuers and no one else can impose limitations on that. I know you're not an expert in this area, Mark, but do you have any idea about how long an investigation like this could last or what some of the possible outcomes could be? I don't have any. I think that the issue, though, is fairly straightforward. The Fed interpreted the regulation, its regulation, and interpret the law, I guess is a better way to put it, just exactly the way the merchant community felt that it should be. So it's, yeah, to me, it's fairly straightforward. I don't see any reason why it would take a long time before we could see market changes. Now, I don't know about, you know, all the implications of an investigation and uh, have no idea, you know, how long that kind of thing may take or what the, you know, potential ramifications are of that. How rare would you say it is, Mark, for the FTC to investigate a car brand for issues such as routing? Well, the routing issue I don't think ever has been investigated by any entity before. I could be wrong about that, but the routing issue is a product of the Durbin Amendment and, and Reg II specifically. I know that there have been in the past some DOJ investigations that resulted in some consent decrees, if I'm not mistaken, around uh, eight to ten years ago. I don't think they involved routing specifically, and I, I don't recall off the top of my head a previous FTC investigation. And it's interesting because, you know, again, this is something I think that's relatively rare. I know I don't think that I've ever seen um, an investigation launched by the FTC into into routing before. And because this is or seems to be somewhat unique, Mark, are the other car brands reacting in any way to this investigation as far as you know? Yes, I'm sure most of them are quite pleased. Visa has a dominant position in the card market and in the debit market in particular. And, you know, I'm sure the pin debit networks and perhaps – even MasterCard will benefit from this Fed clarification on routing and potentially from the FTC's investigation. One would expect that all of their transaction volumes would increase. That's certainly going to make them all happy with the outcome. I mean, I know the pin debit networks have seen significant decreases in volume from the uh, merchants that have converted to EMV, at least initially. Some merchants may have gotten around now to addressing that and have mitigated some of those changes, uh, some of those losses, I should say, to the pin debit networks. Others, you know, once they go through this very costly, timely process of moving up to EMV, may never correct it to conform to the Fed's clarification. They don't want to go through this change again. Has Visa been proactive at all, as far as you know, Mark, in reaching out to some of the retail groups that are kind of calling Visa out, if you will, for these unfair business practices? 
Well, not that I'm aware of. I mean, I, I'm sure there's some dialogue going on. In fact, we were a party to a letter that was sent to them on this particular matter, but the letter was sent only recently, and I don't believe there's been a response to date. What could this investigation mean for EMV debit deployment in the U.S.? The immediate impact is, is it could slow things down. There are canned screen prompts from many of the POS hardware and software vendors out there that are going to deserve a second look. There was a very large Petro chain that, uh, you know, I've heard a remark that, you know, they were simply going to move forward with EMV with whatever they were given by their uh, third-party software and hardware providers in order to escape liability shift or to mitigate the damages associated with liability shift. And without regard to, you know, maximizing their rights under reg II debit routing. This is going to cause some people to stand back and say, okay, should I take the time to change this? Because clearly the merchant community has said, you know, it's more economical and it's safer for merchants to route transactions to thin debit networks. But, you know, it may take us more time to put debit in if we have to go back to the drawing board. It's going to cause some people to stand back maybe take more time, and it's going to cause others to uh, revise their approach to debit routing at the point of sale. Yeah, and just to clarify there, Mark, because I know you and I have talked about these so-called canned screen prompts, but maybe just for our audience, could you clarify that a bit? I mean, what is it that's, that's actually limiting? And I think this is something that we've only seen with Visa. I don't know that we've seen this with MasterCard. I don't think it's entirely limited to Visa. I think there are screen prompts that call out, for example, that the transaction may be routed to a specific payment brand or a specific financial institution. And then this other bucket has been called U.S. Common, which no consumer knows what that is, and typically no merchant POS clerk knows what that is. Uh, and that ambiguity has, has caused you know, many people to route transactions to the named brand or the named financial institution rather than this uh, bucket that's called U.S. Common. Nobody knows what that is. And is the U.S. Common option the one that would actually offer more, perhaps a, a cheaper way to route a transaction? I mean, what's, what's the difference between yeah, U.S. Common? And yeah, the, the U.S. Common refers to an application in EMV that enables the routing of a debit transaction to one of the pin debit networks, which are, as I mentioned, often the most economical and always the, the safest to route. And then, Mark, before we close, one final question for you. What ultimately would MAG and other retail groups like to see happen here? We want to clarify, by the card brands, uh, Visa in particular, for all of the various constituents of the payment ecosystem, that debit routing is the merchant's choice and the merchant's choice alone uh, in compliance with Durbin Amendment to Dodd-Frank as well as Reg II. I mean, the Fed has come out and said that. We've known it all along. I mean, that's always been our interpretation. And given all the cloudiness that's been attendant to this space and, and the usual, I guess, acknowledgement or following of the rules that the POS vendors do when it comes to the, you know, looking at the global brands for clarification, I think there's been a lot of confusion out there that needs to be dealt with. And uh, I think it needs to be very clear, again, and Visa in particular needs to say this, it's the merchant's choice and nobody else's choice on how to route debit transactions. Well, Mark, as always, I'd like to thank you for your time again today. Thank you. 
Again, we've just heard from Mark Corbidal of the Merchant Advisory Group. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.